So just briefly touching on um, this Genesis story of the flood of Noah, there's so much there to ponder, and we could go into the mystery of why would God do that? Why would God wipe out creation? And the only image, the only comparison I can make is that sometimes the disease is so bad, in one part of the body you've got to amputate. There's no other solution. The disease is spreading so fast and ruining everything, and the consequences of the sin of man is like a, a spiritual atomic explosion. With the devastation and, and everything else going on worse and worse, at some point it had to be stopped. The Gospel gives us this image of the Apostles in all their denseness. I love the portrayal that, that God chooses not the wise and the learned and the quick-witted and those who are easy to lead. They're actually hard to lead. And you see in one of these rare moments of Jesus He's dealing with the crowds at some times and dealing with the Pharisees and a little frustrated with the Pharisees. And then he's got his own, the Twelve. And he's today frustrated with them. How much of a struggle it was for them. If you watched episode eight of season three, it kind of touches on like, at the very, very beginning, he's, he's like sitting with his apostles in front of the crowds and the crowds are like just kind of listening to their, their conversation. And he says, do you remember how the woman with the hemorrhage was healed? Do you remember? And they're like, oh, well, she touched your tassel. Like, no, that wasn't. What made her heal? What was it? How slow you are to remember. I was glad that the episode drew that out. Like, they, we, they struggle to remember and learn from the lessons that we've had in the past from God. Remember. I just want to focus on that. The, the, the tool of your memory in your faith journey is enormous. And our Lord sitting there saying, do you remember the five loaves and two fish? How many baskets were left over when we fed the 5,000? Oh, and if that didn't help you, we had a second feeding of the 7,000. How many baskets did that leave you with? Do you still not get it? Do you still not realize what's happening? Why are you thinking I'm worried about bread in this boat as this bunch of us are crossing over? Why are you thinking I'm worried about bread? Of all things, that's the last thing I would want you to be distracted by after two miracles of the loaves and the fishes. And then during the same episode, they actually kind of drew a connection to Psalm 77, but all of the Psalms so often carry a message, remember the mighty deeds of the past. Remember. And by remembering, even in this moment when you're not seeing mighty deeds, when maybe your prayers, prayers are not being answered, even now believe based on the past. Learn from the past. So we simply ask the Holy Spirit to help us Utilize the gift of our memory, pondering both the memories and experiences of those who've gone before us, the gospel message, the gospel stories, learning from them, applying them to our lives, but also when our Lord enters in our own life. How many times we've had moments of God touching our life. How slow we are to trust. Even though He's done it so many times, we still hesitate. No, I've got to control this. I've got to do this. I've got to make this happen. And the whole message has been, I've got you. Let go. Surrender. Believe. Walk on water. I can't walk on water. You've already been doing it how many times? And our Lord brings us to prayer. And, and I will, this little footnote, if you ever form the habit of journaling, it's a great habit. Of journaling, writing down. Literally writing down moments that you can go back to and see how many times God has said something to you. What has, been God, what has God been saying to you? Um, when you kneel down to pray, instead of jumping right into the rosary, or whatever prayer or time of prayer you're going to do, take a moment to remember, who am I to God? How has He shown me who I am? Who's God been to me? Not the one in the Bible only, but the one in the Bible who's touched my life. 
Lord, I believe that you're the one who called me to this marriage vocation. I believe that you're the one who set me up for this situation that I'm in right now in a good way. You're the one who answered my prayer when I was struggling last year. I know who you are, Lord. Right now, in the episodes when Jesus does a miracle, he looks at the person and he says, I know you. I'm the one who's been listening to you for the last however long you've been praying for this miracle. I know you. And we come before our Lord in the Eucharist, and especially the Eucharist, our Lord said, do this to remember. Do this in memory of me. We ask that as we draw near to the Blessed Sacrament, we would remember all the mighty things God has done for his whole people and for each person individually, ourselves. And from that memory and from that awareness of those feats that God has done for us, may our faith in him, our trust in him, and our willingness to follow him with great serenity and even joy in moments of trial, may that grow in us. We have nothing to fear. They call the Holy Spirit the memory of the church, bringing forth all that Jesus has said and done for us. May the Holy Spirit help us to delve deep into our memory of the mighty deeds of God. Amen. Amen. Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, pray for us.